Zoom call. It's the first time I ever used Zoom. Zoom? Should yeah. We do, should we be doing Zoom? We could possibly give it a shot. We try it one time, see how it works for us. We I look do a lot of Zoom. All that stuff. I, I don't do know. Do lots of Zoom calls. Something else. I do a lot of Zoom calls uh, for my business. I'm pretty good. I didn't even think about that. Because they asked me, like, what do we use for um, th- this part? I told them Skype. Because they didn't know, like, if there was anything different. Anybody was using Zoom or Skype. I used it on the other guy's podcast, too, the James Lynch podcast. Uh-huh. Yeah. So next next one, we'll do uh, we'll do Zoom. Yeah. I didn't even realize you could record on Zoom. Zoom's pretty legit. And they have a, you know, had that podcast you did with the, what was the podcast called? So I could show some love? Picking Fights. Picking Fights. On their podcast, like, when, when they set up the video, the way the, 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 you know, you're here, he's here, it's pretty cool the way Zoom does it. Yeah, it's it was pretty cool. Like it was interesting. That. Yeah, I like it. So next one we'll do on Zoom. Hell yeah, yeah, let's give it a shot. You know, in the chat, we back, bro. We got some fights to talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you ready? Yeah. Ready. I mean, let's let's do a quick recap of uh, what you think of this weekend's fights with uh, uh, Maki, Maki Chev and with oh, Islam. That was, was picture perfect for Islam. I knew it was going to be done, but I didn't really expect a whole lot of striking. I knew he was a good striker. They always talked about it, but he looked pretty good. Yeah. He's striking, he mixed up with his wrestling, he did everything. So. He's silent, and I believe everything they say about him. But uh-huh. I will say this. When I watch Khabib fight, I really never worry and never feel like, oh, my God, he could get submitted, this, that. With Islam, it's not the same, you know, because there's times where he's almost getting caught. I've never seen Khabib barely ever get caught or, like, look in danger. Do you remember the Poirier fight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That was, but, but, and that was so like, oh my God, what just happened, you know? What about but, the Michael Johnson drop? Yeah, that's true too. But it's just like in all the fights, I mean, am I wrong on this? Like, I don't think he's no Khabib. No, he's definitely not Khabib. They're completely different people. I can, you can definitely see that within their fights. There is domination on Islam's part, but it's not the same kind of domination as Khabib does. It's not the same. It's not. And then, uh, like their manager Ali was saying, he's like, you know, with with uh, Khabib's gonna take you down, hold you down, smash you. Makhachev is gonna try to submit you, try and then the stand up on this Islam stand up is way, you know, mm-hmm. obviously way better. And uh, oh, he's a killer. Oh yeah. He's a killer. It's just uh, you know, and Moises is no joke. Oh, he's not either. He was able to stand and bang with the the striking with him as well. But I was really surprised that he had. That Islam kind of had much of an upper hand on the striking. I thought Moises would be a little better in the striking, but I guess not. I, I thought Moises was going to get him with the low kicks, with the ties, you know. I, I really, that's why I really. I, I think he was, was afraid of getting his legs caught for the, the takedown yeah. for sure. Probably why he didn't but kick that much. Islam just seems like he could just, you know, take you down at that ease at will. It's, uh, it's what do you think? You think, he, you think he's going to be the next champ? Like, was it too early to tell or? Um, I would. I always wanted to say too early to tell, just because of the opponents he's had in his resume. But to be honest with you, like, even before Khabib became champion, Khan was the champion around the time. We should have already seen him in that conversation already. But the problem was, just like right now, no one's taking that fight with Islam. No, Nobody's taking that fight because Khabib was already in that mix, and they're too similar. Everybody was ducking Islam and Khabib, but there was more opportunities to go take on Khabib because he was a bigger name already. Yeah. Islam was you get money with it. Yeah. With Islam, you know, getting, you're risking everything and you're not getting a whole lot of money or anything. So. No. Yeah. Uh, 
But uh, I just wonder if he's going to get to that Khabib level because uh, I don't know. I don't. I think I don't think he's going to get to that Khabib level because he risks more than Khabib did. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, I hear you for sure because you know? that he was saying that in, like in this interview, like. I was listening to my coaches the whole time. They were getting pretty upset with me. I stayed on the feet too long. Like, I need to stick to the game. I wanted to stand and strike a bit more, but whatever Khabib says, I must do. So I must take him down. Yeah, and because they kept telling him, father's plan, father's plan. Mm-hmm. That, that's their father's plan. Take him down. And because you're not, and then I like that plan because if you can do that, just do it. Don't, you know what I mean? So I don't, that's what, that's my thing on it. If he continues fighting the way he is, because he's good on the feet, he's good everywhere. But it doesn't mm-hmm. matter how good you are. On the feet, or these, you're gonna. You, eventually, you can get caught if you don't do stick to that thing. Where so I think that's why Khabib's had obviously, and I think I know everybody knows Khabib's had so much success that he could take you down, hold mm-hmm. you, and just smash you. And he won't risk a submission. He won't give that up. He's not gonna put himself in a position, you know, like at the end of his career when he when he went for the submissions with uh with Gaethje and you know. So that's him. Like at the end, he felt that he could and he went. But normally, I don't think you get to that kind of undefeated killer level with risking too much. And he's more active in the, the grappling changes too. Like yeah. the difference between them, Islam's more like a controlling wrestler type. Khabib's the control wrestler, but he's also beating you down with yeah. his grappling. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, it seems like he could he could hold down you know his could be held down his opponents a lot easier lock them up with that you know when he locks up the ankle and shit and so there's a couple of differences there. Oh yeah. Uh, but uh, shit, I think Islam could definitely be champ. I just I think his corner and his team was right. Stick to father's plan. Don't risk these things, bro. Because he, he has a loss on his record because he risked it and mm. uh, ended up uh, ended up getting a. Uh, you know, getting caught. That's one of his losses. That's how you ended up getting caught. You just got a text or something, but that's good. It didn't ring. I'm happy about that. Uh, but anyways, killer. Great performance. Some people were talking about how lackluster it was and shit. Oh, yeah, for sure. It doesn't give you that same excitement. I was still excited. There was intricacies in there and things that he was doing where it was just like, but, uh, and then the Coleman, bro, I had, like, Misha Tate coming back, you know, I don't, I don't, she comes back and Marion is retiring. That was mm-hmm. kind of weird. But, you know, they gave her that little easy one, I think, to just get Misha Tate's name. I, they need a name. They need exactly. a name. Mm-hmm. I'd really like to see how she does with some of the higher level competition these days. Because one thing to be chasing for that belt right now, but one, you have to be truly tested once again. Because now they're talking about she could possibly match up with Holly Holm. Now, how would that go? I would always like, I just like in the lap house, I kind of mentioned already, I go with the one that's been more active. Like, she hasn't fought in five years. She looked good after not competing for five years, but not to take any credit from right now, like, she's was kind of already on her way out. Didn't yeah, have the best track record already. So, against anybody at that top of the bandwidth division could probably give her some trouble. I think so, too. And uh, I don't think the fight against Marion was going to show us anything except just bring Misha Tate back, give her a a decent fight, you know, but just make sure that she wins because they need a name. They need a name so desperately. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And uh, but I honestly do not. I love I love Cupcake Misha Tate, but uh, I do not think she's gonna get it. She's gonna get to that title. Not while Nunes is champion. No. Not while she's champion. And even if she fights, let's say they do make the match with Holly Holm. 
Remember the first fight? She did submit her, but she the was losing. Was losing. She yeah, was she losing. was losing. Yeah. I mean, I remember jumping like, holy shit, she got it. She got it. She. It wasn't mm-hmm. like, oh, she beat her and then she choked her. It was, yeah. she was losing and comes through it. That's why it was so amazing. And then a lot of people were saying like, oh, why would she call out somebody that she lost to, that she beat already? You know what I mean? Well, mm-hmm. she, and then, yeah, if you beat somebody decisively and you're calling them out, it's not a cool call out. But this call out is a good call out because that was a, uh, that was a fight that she almost lost. Mm-hmm. So that rematch makes sense. You know, it doesn't make sense because I don't think she should have bit that that high of a, you know, there's too much to chew right now, I think. Exactly. I think take a couple of more of these little fights, then go to Holly Holmes, who's been active in this and gave you a crazy fight back in your prime. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... I honestly, I think, you know, like like I said, it's a name they're bringing back. They're going to, you know, it's good for the, the division. People know Misha Tate, but she ain't going to do that much, I don't think. I'll be honest. That's my opinion. Mm-hmm. That's uh, some real drastic change in the game. Yeah. She looked good, but we need to see more. Yeah. Bro, how about this freaking guy, this Polish guy, Mateusz Gamera? Oh, uh, the one about Jeremy Stevens? Yeah. When's the last time you've seen a, 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 a Kimura, like that old school Kimura went like that? It's pull rare. up and just bro, pull up and rip it. Mm-hmm. I thought she, he was gonna break it. Yeah. Luckily, because usually Stevens, that kind of dude that, that won't give you much. But uh-huh. him told me, yo, I'd rather not go home with a torn shoulder. I want to fight again. Yeah, this guy is a killer. He's a two-way champion. They're a huge organization over there. KO, whatever. KO something. Cage mm-hmm. something. Uh, Ace Fury. Huh? Is that what it was? Cage Fury? No, no, no that's in England. This is in uh, in Poland, I think. And it's oh, like K, KS something. KS, KSR. It's KSR, KS something. I forgot what the... But it's the, it's their seen. UFC over there. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah. He's a two-division champ. I think... I mean, he's just a killer, bro. Good submissions, good everything. And then he was good on the mic, too. I think mm. we got a new... I think we got a new potential star. It's pretty interesting. I'd like to see more, though. Me too, yeah. It's too early to tell, especially I like Stevens. We're always gonna be a fan of him, but he's just like, you know, he's not the, the you know, he's not the test that was like, oh, this guy's gonna be a kid. You know, Stevens could be beaten. Another not, better could possibly yeah. be on yeah. his way. Yeah, Stevens is gonna be, you know, Stevens is gonna fall in that category, not as high, a little short of it, but in that same category as a Cowboy Cerrone, and you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just killing that famous, you know, he's gonna be a, probably a Hall of Famer type name, but. He ain't never gonna get a title. Constantly gonna be an entertainer. Yeah, he'll never get cut. I'll tell you that. No, no not for a minute. Rodolfo Vieira against Dustin Stolfs. Rodolfo Vieira was so scared of getting tired, he did not do any takedowns for a minute. <laughs> and that was a big comeback for. Oh, hello. Oh, yeah, you did. I see. You. That was a big comeback for Rodolfo Vieira. Like. Since that that last fight he had, where he just was super gassed out, almost won that first round, almost got the submission, and then completely gassed in the next two rounds, and even got submitted. Yeah, that's a big win for him. Yeah, and he looked good. His stand up looked good. His, you know, he was, he was, you know, and then Etienne comes through with the submission. He looked solid, bro. He looked, uh, but he was getting tired again, though. Oh, for sure. He yeah. definitely fought way smarter than the first fight. It was more patient. Yeah, more patient, and 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 it was good against Dustin, but. And he still got tired. He didn't do as much grappling, and he still got tired. That gas has got to go up, bro. Because mm. when you're going against, what is this, that middleweight? When you're Middle. going against the Israels, against the guys that can stand and bang with you, where you don't, like against Dustin, he stood with him, and, you know, he had he, 
he had he he did good. He ain't gonna want to stand with, with some of these other guys in the division. He's gonna want to go for those takedowns, and then he's gonna get tired again in the first. So he's exactly. gotta get that gas up. Mm-hmm. You know, Bisping brought up a good point because they were talking about like, yeah, we changed a lot. We got a mental coach. And Bisping was like, you don't need a mental coach. You need to go do some miles. <laughs> You need to get that cardio up, bro. It's like, not about your mental. It's about not getting tired. I don't know why I find it so strange. I get why some people do it, but it just drives me crazy that there's so many people that rely on a mental coach in the fight game, really. Like, we know what we're getting into already. Like, I don't feel like you need, like, serious mental help in this game, really. It's all that's about your you. your gift. That's why you're so freaking, not to toot your own horn here again, champ, but that's why you're so freaking special, bro. That's why you're special. I talk about this shit all the time. Everyone that I bring you up to, I talk about this all the time. This kid's mental is ridiculous. That's why you spend, and I get this. I definitely understand why you don't get it, and mm-hmm. I don't get it either. Because you know you get into a fight, just going in there and fight. But mm-hmm. that's not the case for most people. Your mental is the fucking mental of a guy that's retired at 60 years old. The way you go in those things, you don't feel like you. You're just you. The way I see you in the gym when we're going is the way you are on fight day, uh, way in day, the way you are like. It's the same ass champ. And it's just like your mental is just on a whole nother level. And that's why I think on top of your skills, obviously, but that's why you have a lot of freaking success because you're able to translate because of your mental. You're able to translate those skills under the limelight. At the end of the day, I got a mission to complete. Nothing can get in the way of that. Nothing. Bro, bro, your mental is I talk to your father. I talk about this shit all the time. I'm like the champ's mental is like like nothing I've seen. I've been in this game for 15 years. I've been in, in in gyms with UFC guys. I've been with all everybody you can think of. I don't know anybody with your mental game. I don't know. Your father was the same way. Never. I remember being in the back with him, this, that, you know, like, we're all pissing five times. <laughs> like, some of us are taking shits, doing everything we can to get rid of those nerves, you know? Your pops is just chilling. Well, I've, had, I've had those, too. I've had those moments. Not Maybe in the beginning, but <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen any time lately, bro. You just... Your game, your mental game is just, and that's why. You were in my corner, though. I, I wasn't the, the one before that. I wasn't the one before that. Yeah, I'm and, and, Yeah, I know. Fuck. <laughs> Thank you, my, my brother and sister, my brother and sister-in-law, for having me drop him off at the airport. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's an immigrant families, bro. When they call, you got to be there. <laughs> I hear you. Uh, but, yeah, uh, but, bro, I'm, I'm watching the watching the video. You're in there, like even I showed my boy Anderson, who's who's fraud for a long time. He's just like, bro, he just looks like he's look at that hook that he threw. It's just like, like he's in the gym, you know, like he's just hitting the bag. Like, you're just your mental game is on point. So I don't expect you to understand <laughs> when somebody needs a mental coach because you'll never need it. But uh, I get it. I agree with you though. I don't know some of these guys. I don't know this whole fab. Like, man, bro, just go in there if you. I think it's a lot to do with training your ass off. If you train your ass off and do what you got to do, I feel like you'll go in there, right? I feel like a lot of aspects in this game feels like a lot of these fighters rely on others to give them their strength. Like, you got to remember, it's just like they're like what they always try to teach you in wrestling. I'm sure a lot of these wrestlers, they understand that, too. Like, at the end of the day, you're on a team, but you're not competing for your team. You're competing for you. Yeah. Like. Your team's not going to be in there wrestling with you, or even in any fighting combat sport. Like you're, this is a solo game. We're not playing football. We're not playing basketball. Not baseball. It, you're not going to cost everybody the whole game. You're only going to cost yourself that fight. It's your 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 mistakes that cost you that fight, or even successes that win you that fight. 
Yeah, I'd be like, can say more. And like, we ain't going in there with you. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, at the end of the day, right. listening to your corner, you'll hear them. But at the end of the day, it's your job to execute it. Yeah. And you're right. A lot of fighters go in there depending so much on the team. You're like, the team is there to, to help you get ready and this and that. Mm-hmm. But the team is not there for you to depend on while you're in the cage fighting. But that's why you already know all these things. That's why that's why your mental game is so on point. The way you think, you just literally proved everything I was just talking about. Your mental game, just by that one statement. Like I'm in there, my team is helping me, and this is a, we have a good team and everything. But at the end of the day, I'm in there, and and uh, you know what I mean. I can't. And a lot of these guys, they 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 they, they you know depend on the team too much. Depend on you know they they literally lose fights because mm-hmm. of some shit to do with the team. That, and then when they lose, they want to blame the team. Like no. No. Your team's fault. That was you. Yeah, you know, your team does, Your team is there to get you ready, give you those rounds and what you need. Then, then again, I say that, but I was just watching. I missed Ultimate Fighter this Tuesday, and there was like we were reaching the quarterfinal, and it was on Team Ortega's team. A guy just came in two days notice replacement because one of his fighters got injured, so they had to replace him with a guy that just showed up in the Ultimate Fighter, and he was trying to get out of this escape of a guillotine from the back back being taken. And he had a body lock, the other guy, and he was trying to find his exit out. And I thought he was doing good fighting the hands off. Then when Ortega's uh, coaches in his corner, is just like, yo, start elbowing his calves. And he kept doing it. And it was landing. But I'm thinking to myself, why did you do that? Because now the guy that was putting the choke on, he starts to punch you. You start reacting to that punch. You go to sleep. Like, Bro, what why do you they tell him that? Why would you tell him to do that? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Sometimes you got to know the difference between, you know, listening to your corner with some things in there. Like, I, I talk about this all the time. My second fight, and I remember your, your, your father, Coach Crafton, always we'd be talking about all the time. He's like, yeah, it's a good thing you didn't go for that armbar. Mm-hmm. Somebody, I'm not going to say the other coach's name, but somebody in the corner was yelling, armbar, armbar, armbar. I think if they look back at the last episode, they know who you're talking about. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and, bro, I'm in Mount punching the guy. And for a second, I was like, oh, shit, I do have an armbar opportunity. And then I was like, nah, I'm not giving up this mount. Forget this. And then I said, you know, I ended up winning the fight. But there's certain, like like Coach Kraft said, it's a good thing you didn't listen to that. There's mm-hmm. certain things you know in there. Maybe I think um, you should do that. But you know if you, you know what I mean? Just like just like you with, uh, with, uh, with the last finish, you know? Most of the time, and you know this as well, you'd probably yell at your fighter in there too. Be like, yo, don't go for it. Keep the position there. But you knew, you knew what we didn't know. You felt it. You knew you had it. You knew that that the strength or whatever it was that you felt in there that you could risk it and pull off and then go for it. And then if it doesn't go through, I'm sure you had a feeling that you'll end up on top regardless. Oh yeah. So I didn't you know, I got in the jiu-jitsu department. You know, and and at the end you risked it, you got it, and you won spectacular with an awesome with an awesome submission. You know. Mm-hmm. Most coaches will be like, don't give up that, don't give up that position, and that stay there, don't go for that. Mm-hmm. So that's the difference between there's some things you listen and there's some things you just know in there and you know you should do or not do. You feel it. I can't feel it for you. I just see something. You know, so it's but that's why you watch him, bro. <laughs> uh Billy Cortadillo against Gabriel Benitez. That was a good fight. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that got fight in the night bonus. Pretty yeah. sure. Or performance uh, of the night. It should have, bro. I, any anytime Benita, uh, I mean, uh, kudos to Billy too. He's a killer too. But anytime Benita fights, huh? They're both pretty scrappy dudes, so it was a yeah. perfect. Benita just brings it all the time. He got that flavor. Mm-hmm. 
And then Daniel Rodriguez against Preston Parson. Daniel Rodriguez with a KO. That was nice. That was a good KO, yep. Yeah. Did you watch the rest of these? Oh, the the Lamos fight? Oof. That chick just came out fast. Oh, yeah, yeah. Lamos, holy shit. Killed her. Then her man tried to kill the performance, but bro. She just had a good performance, and now you're doing like this uh, whole promotion of how she should be the next game. Like, relax. relax. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, yo, he needs to just chill. He was like looking at the camera and like, oh. Uh, I swear, that dude annoys the hell out of me. What People find him What's his Hmm? Is that Wali or whoever they talk about? No, that's not Ali. That's that dude. No, 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 Ali. What's his name? I will leave the other guy. Is it Wale or Wally or something? I honestly couldn't tell you, but all I know is that he is the manager of Figueredo and Costa. Yeah. yeah. And like hype both those guys up all the yeah, time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Ah, whatever. Uh yeah. Sergey Morozov. Mm-hmm. Well, Francisco Francisco Federado lost against Malcolm Borden. Francisco uh, Federado looked sick. He did. Looked like he was kind of suffering the same fate as his brother a little yeah. bit. Looked well, off. He looked like, I never looked like he was terrible, though. Huh? I didn't know that, that that day that he even had a brother. I didn't either. either. From what, honestly, when I first, first before the fights happened, when I first saw the card, I was like, oh, Figueredo's fighting. He's mm-hmm. that low on the card. Exactly. And then I realized, I was like, oh, shit, that's his brother. But, bro, his brother looked like sick. I like his opponent's name, too, Malcolm X Gordon. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. Gordon, bro. But, yo, Figueredo, I think, suffers from the same thing as his brother. These guys cut too much weight, man. Oh, for sure. And then Alan Boudet against Rodrigo. And that's Clemente that Ferreira. That hey, it was a good one. It was a good card, man. It was mm-hmm. exciting. So, Entertaining. But this weekend, we got the return of TJ EPO Dillashaw. <laughs> I, I, I like Dillashaw. I, I hate that. that I'm sure you've already listened to my predictions. I'm going to listen to yours. What, what do you think about this? I think I'm going to have to... Fuck, bro. You know... He cheated. So it's mm. so hard to pick for him again. Mm. He cheated. So it's so... I like Dillashaw. I like his skill. I like everything. But it's so hard to sit back and think... Was all of that he was able to do because he had the energy to fucking do it mm-hmm. when you know when the other guys didn't. When you give up, when you do an EPO, you don't get tired. So I'm fighting you, I'm doing EPO, you're not. As the rounds go, no matter what kind of shape you're in, you're gonna get a little tired, even if you even if you got gas. Mm-hmm. And I'm just the way I was from the beginning of the fight. Oh yeah. Fucked up. So I had more time to think about it and I like Dillashaw a lot. I like his skill, and I love his coach. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, um, what the hell is his name? Uh, Bang Muay Thai. <laughs> uh, I like his coach. Huh? Dwayne Ludwig. Dwayne Ludwig. Sorry, Coach. Well, I, was, I like his coach a lot. He's a, he's a savant of the game. And and he comes from Boss Rutten as well, who is one so, of my yeah. favorite. Huh? You talking about Dillashaw or Ludwig? Ludwig. Yeah, so yeah. Ludwig was on the bus route, mm-hmm. and uh, that's who Ludwig learned from. And uh, and so and Bas Rutten is one of my favorite of all time. Mm-hmm. So all of that, but all that being said, the man cheated, bro. He went in there with a, with a supplement in a system that it's just, it's just it ain't right. It mm-hmm. ain't right. 
Blame Brad. I would, I would, I would never go in there and and fight another man, damn well known that I'm full fill up on on EPO to side whatever it is, and the other guy's not. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't feel right because I know I've done testosterone, I've done steroids before, and I, I never done EPO. That's a whole nother level. And the little shit that I've done back in the day that fucked up my system and I had to rehabilitate myself, mm-hmm. the little shit that I've done, I know the difference it makes. You, and the, in that third round or in that fifth round, when you probably won't throw that head kick because, ah oh man, you know, I'm not tired, but maybe this head kick will get me tired. Mm-hmm. So hold on. You have the confidence to do what you did in the beginning of the fight. At the end of the fight, it's a completely different ballgame. So, okay. and then the EPO thing is just, that's a whole nother level. Okay. You cheated with testosterone. You, you know, Vitor Belfort cheated with testosterone. A bunch of guys that did. Okay. And that gives you an edge too, but not an edge like EPO. You know what I mean? You're fucking Muhammad. Like you're, that's the whole game. When we're, when we're evenly skilled, the whole game is who's going to get tired first. Isn't it? Exactly. It's exactly how it's going to go, to be honest. But when I look at that whole thing, just like when you were talking to me and the boys the other day, like the mentality of it going into this fight, how's it going to go? He looks he looks like he's playing it that he's the, the whole reputation he goes about. He doesn't care what people think about him, which is a good way to go about it. But how much of that is he truly believing? Like that is what I really want to know. And how is he going to perform without the EPO? Just like you said. Because we've seen prime example of somebody that was accused of doing steroids, took a long suspension, and came back to the game. Doesn't look right. I'm sure you know who I'm going with this right now. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. John Jones. Yeah, yeah. John absolutely. Jones, that dude, like, he's still the man. He's still one of the goats. Hasn't really tasted defeat yet. But if you look at those last performances at light heavyweight, he's having trouble with all these middleweights. They're closer showing, to him. Showing controversy in all those yeah. fights. Yeah. Which is questionable about him going to headway, having a solid performance there. Like, we don't know how that's going to go. And that's how I see this going with Sanhagen. Because Sanhagen, I like his whole mentality switch since the Sterling fight. He's really changed since that fight. He was already good before Sterling. But once he tasted that little bit of defeat, he, he realized, yo, I don't want to do, feel that again. Like, yeah. I want to go in there and kill that dude on the other side of the octagon with me. That That's really how you got to go about it in this game. And he's been on a tear. He took out Frankie Edgar, take out Morais. Did I say that right? Yeah, Morais. Yeah, Morais. Yeah. Yeah, so he took him out. And now he's going up against Dillshaw, which they know each other. They know each other's skills. Question is, who's going to have the better game plan and who's got the better mindset? And I give that edge to Sanhagen. I think so, too. And on top of the fact that, you know, when you go in there, and I don't care what TJ Dillashaw, what he says about not caring, not this, not that. The one thing that I would almost put my life on is he will never go in there with the confidence that he went in there when he had EPO in the system. I don't think so either. Whatever he tries to sell to himself or to anybody else, it's a different kind of thing. So now I wonder, you know, he's going to go in there questioning, like, oh, am I, you know, I don't have this. Am I going to get, you know, because when you were, but when you have something, you know, I'm, when you have somebody backing you, pretty much, you know, you have, when you're on that kind of shit, you pretty much got a whole nother gas tank backing you. Mm-hmm. That gas tank is gone. What happens to the confidence? I'm not saying he's going to get tired. I don't think he needed a EPO. I don't think. I think he's, um, he, he had great conditioning. You know what I mean? I don't think he's the guy that gets tired anyway. I don't mm-hmm. think he needed EPO. But he did. He didn't need it for the fights. Because it was like, 
I know he didn't need it for a couple of fights. Cause even like the, I don't think the Garbrandt fight he tested for EPO when they retested it. He didn't take yeah, it for Garbrandt no, twice. He, he said the cut, the weight cut and shit is what, what what fucked him up, and that's what he's. But it doesn't matter, bro. It doesn't matter. You took it and you went in there with it, you know. And mm-hmm. now you don't have it. What happens to your confidence when you know what your body is? All right. So when I did testosterone back in the day, all right, I did testosterone. And then I'm going into the gym and I'm bench pressing 150 pound dumbbells. Okay. Each dumbbell in my hand, 150. Okay. Now, 80s, maybe, you know, when you, now I go to the gym with a different confidence when I do chest. Sometimes I'll go in there and I'll be like, maybe I want to grab, grab these again. I'm like, nah, fuck mm-hmm. that. I fuck with them. I'm staying with this. <laughs> it's a different confidence, bro. It's a different confidence. It's the same for fighting. So mm-hmm. I'm going with your pick. I'm going with San Diego. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kyler Phillips against Rolian Paiva. That's the one thing I hate about these cards is when they do this, the whole card is going to be the, the, the smaller guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But these guys, some of these smaller guys look pretty much like the one that we're about to talk right now, like Kyler Phillips and Rolian Paiva. It's going to be who's going to be able to last the pressure. And I feel like Phillips is going to be out pointing this guy like they both are pretty similar in technical stand-up but phillips knows how to mix it up at him paeva and paeva starts really slow really slow and has like just do like one shot from distance doesn't really know i don't think he understands how to really handle pressure i think phillips is going to get the finish somehow i think so too i agree with that and i think they will have to do with the pressure. might be somewhere in the first one of these prizes I'll go with you on that. I'll go with you, and I think all around Phillips is better. And I think you're right. The pressure that he'll put on him is just gonna be uh, a little too much in that first. Because you're right, uh, Paiva starts really slow. Mm-hmm. So I agree with you. Darren Elkins against Derek Miner. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't even know. I you know I want to say Miner, but how do you pick against Elkins? Well, from what I saw when I did all this looking into and all that, I looked at these both these guys. They're both pretty similar. But Derek Minner is younger, and Derek Elkins, like Darren Elkins, he seems like he's kind of on his way. He's one of those situations where you're a vet and you're kind of losing your stride and you're kind of on the way out. So I'm going to go with the younger guy that looks young and hungry, Derek Minner. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to go with the opposite. I think, I think Darren gets his ass kicked and ends up winning. <laughs> I honestly think Elkins... Like, he can definitely pull something off like that. We have seen him do that before. But in my opinion, what I've seen, he's super been Jenny lately and kind of doing some crazy things that leave him super exposed. And that's because he's getting caught, in my opinion. Rather yeah, it's, I'm right, I'm you know, most likely you're going to be right. Too, if I remember right. What you say? I think he's even been submitted recently, if I don't, if I remember that right. I think so. I don't know 100 percent, but I think so. And I think most likely you're going to be right. But for some reason, I feel like he ends up doing some crazy ass victory. And what I was doing on the other show, like I've been going by, like even like back then. Earlier, like looking at their stats and how recent have they been fighting, how active have they been? Minner's been more active since the whole COVID pandemic and all that. And sometimes you'll have an advantage at all that training. But when I looked at Darren, I don't think he's had a fight since early 2020, if not somewhere in 2019. And this guy's been fighting like at least twice this year. So he's yeah, been staying active. That has a lot to do, you know, that helps a lot too. So. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Darren. I think just because bias and heart, you know. But I think you're gonna be right. Uh, <laughs> next one I got, you know, Miranda Maverick is no joke. She's game two, but I think I'm going with Macy Barber. 
Yeah. I was thinking about going with Macy Barber, too, because who knows? Maybe she'll have some kind of resurgence because, one, like she did have the ACL tear. And then the next fight she came into against Alexa Grassley did show some promise in that third. But it was a little too late, and she fought super emotional in that fight. Now, can she recover from that? I think she can. But something tells me when I looked at this other chick, Miranda, that like, even though she hasn't had a whole lot of fights in UFC, from what I see in her stats and some of the fights that I saw, like she could pull it off. Anymore. She knows how to compose herself. She's former champion, and I'm pretty sure it's Invicta, something like that. She's a former champion. And she knows how to keep control of the fight. She might be able to do what, what's her name, did Monteferi? did uh-huh. to um basie barber and i feel like she's going to implement that same game plan it might be going the distance and i'm going to go with Rand on that one you know what i'm going to agree with you i'm going with the doc <laughs> dr miranda maverick for sure i'm going with that that's somebody no she was a doctor oh yeah bro she uh, her whole story like this chick his work ethic is insane school this dad it's just like what like just i remember that's how i remember her just from that story i'm like holy shit she made me feel like i do nothing like literally i was like i gotta get to work bro i gotta i gotta you know this is crazy so uh, i'm gonna agree with you after what you just said and the things you just pointed out i'm gonna go with miranda i forgot about macy barber's injury and all the things the last fight and not I not to be, not to be mean but if you lose the modifery i count that against you all the way sometimes yeah. Even though Monterey is a G, like, I'm not going to say too much. Like She's a veteran. She knows how to win fights. But you lose to her. Come on. Yeah. I can't put you in that conversation of winning. You know, and yeah, I mean, that's, you just, I'm going with you 100%. I completely neglected all that. You know, I was just <laughs> like, Macy Barber's back. I completely neglected all that out of mm-hmm. my head. Because yeah. I would like to see her win. Because she's still young. I'd like to uh-huh. see her win. And they, she's game. She's face in the game. Yeah. They, they, UFC needs another pretty face to get back up there. Awesome, be a champion, but that now is not the time. No, I don't think so. But I think she 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 will be back in the picture though. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, she because she's game, bro. She throws down. You know, she mm-hmm. throws down like a man. Yeah. She's like she's she game. Uh, and then the prelims. Uh, Punail Soriano against Brandon Allen. That one I'm really interested in out of all the prelim fights. That one I'm super interested because that dude, like, I want to see more. Like, I'm, I'm enjoying the talent lately from people in Hawaii, and Soriano shows some real promise. Hasn't tasted defeat yet. Has been only been winning by finish. Only one decision fight, five wins by KO, two wins by sub. He shows some real promise. But this guy, Ben Allen, like, he's got a tough challenge because this guy beat Carl Robinson, Kyle Dawkins, and Kevin Holland. And showed up in a day like a test. He trains at Sanford MMA. Bro, he's serious. Mm-hmm, he's super he's serious. serious. No, it would surprise me if Brennan Allen wins this fight. I think he does. I think he does. I think Soriano is freaking amazing. Everything he just said. But I, I, I think Allen's more skilled. Yeah. All yeah. around. Mm-hmm. Who are you going to go with? You going to go with Allen? I'm going with Allen. Allen. If you're going to ask me to put some money on, I'll definitely go with Allen. Would I like to see a Hawaiian win? Yeah. But honestly, I wouldn't be too mad on who wins this fight. I Me either. I would like to see Hawaii win. I just like these Hawaii guys. They just seem like nice, like wholesome kind of, you know what I mean? They're all cool. And mm-hmm. So I, I would like to see Soriano win, but I won't be mad if Allen does. And I think Allen probably will win. <laughs> this next one is really what I'm looking forward to, bro. The next two. Uh, Nasruddin Imavov, another killer from the Kazakhstan, like one of those areas over there. Ian Heinick, he's always game, mm-hmm. you know? 
another Sanford oh. MMA fighter too. I went with. Are you scared for MMA? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm going with Ian Hines on that. Huh? I'm going with Ian Hines on this one. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Imamov because I just think he's gonna end up being uh he's gonna be end up being a, a recognized regular name eventually in the middle. Mm-hmm. So I'll go with Imamov. Are we both going with a decision or a finish? You going with Heineck? I say decision. Yeah, I said decision. sure. Uh, Mickey Gals back. Gals back against Jordan Williams. Call Mickey girl. Mickey girl. <laughs> Mickey gal. <laughs> Mickey gal's game, bro. They, they asked me to call somebody on their podcast. I figured I'd call him out because Mickey Gall is game. You can get that right for sure. But um, he's on that situation of fighters that I haven't seen too much improvement. Yeah. He hasn't really been proven in any of his fights, and that really showed when he fought Mike Perry, uh-huh. especially when Mike Perry wasn't really fighting all that smart, to be honest, in that fight. Mm-hmm. He was making Mickey Gall look like he could last. And from Mickey Gall's standpoint, like he wasn't really putting on Mike Perry, I think he felt intimidated because of his stardom, for sure. He's definitely still green. He's a young fighter. Yeah. And I guess he's got another young fighter in his hands. So probably, I wouldn't say he's too green because Jordan Williams shows some real, like, scrappy. He's getting, bro. He's scrappy he's gonna, And he knows how to mix it up, too. He's got good striking, but he's, all, he's not going to give up that chance to take you down and grind you out. He looks like he's got a little bit of an overream face. Oh, a little mean streak. Yeah. He's got a little bit of an overream face, just a, just lighter. He's got mm-hmm. that structure. Uh, I, You know, I'm going Williams, bro. Going Williams as well. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets the finish, but something tells me it's a decision. Yeah, yeah, I think so, too. Because, you know, Mickey's game. And, he, mm-hmm. you know, you know, I mean, what's his name? Couldn't finish him. Couldn't knock him out. So, and he's, he's got yeah. power. Perry's got power. Right? Oh, Perry yeah. didn't knock him out. It was a decision, right? No, it's a decision, sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'll put I'm gonna go with Joe Williams' decision, like you. Mm-hmm. Andre Ewell against Julio RK. RK. Uh, I like Andre Ewell. There's a lot of potential, a lot, of, a lot of hype with him. But I just think uh, Julio takes it. Yeah, I, I hope um, uh, Andre shows some real promise because he definitely did show that. Especially on his backstory, too, where he's pretty much brought into this game as a homeless dude. And after the first fight, he finally got a place to live and all that. For him, I really would like to see him come back from all that. But something tells me Julio, just like you said, is going to take it. Yeah. I want you to win. I'm, 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 on, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of his and that story and everything. How could you not be? But I just I don't think he does it, honestly. Mm-hmm. I don't think he does it. Uh, I got Surah Yerbanks. I'm not even... Oh, yeah, for sure. I read. So, yeah. um, and we didn't really talk about the other podcast either. Like, he did, like, a few picks on the prelim card, but we didn't talk about the whole prelim for sure. I got Eubanks. She's game. She's a killer. Mm-hmm. She puts it out there. Her switch over to 125 has been a, a yeah. big aspect. So of game, so. She's been showing some real problems, so I think she's going to take it for sure. You know, she was, because uh, she, 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 uh, she had some fat on her, so. Mm. You know, her, you could tell in the body. It's like, ah, you yeah. could probably. Uh, Deanna Belbita against Hannah Goldie. Wow, Diana Belbita is beautiful. So is <laughs> Hannah. No offense. Are, are, we, are we going by looks on this one? I'm going with Belbita, bro. I'm going <laughs> with my future wife. Oh boy. Well, she does have more fights. She she's had more activity under her belt, so I'm gonna go with that. I'm gonna go with the bet on this one. Yeah, I agree. I'm with it. And that's it for this card, man. Made our picks, made our predictions. Anything Wait, else going on? Uh, Aspen Lad and Macy Chasson. 
Where is that? I don't even see that. Uh, the prelims. Oh, sorry, not prelims. It's on the main card. I'm pretty sure they're co-main. Who'd you say? Who? Aspen Ladd and Macy Chasson. I don't even see that yet. And not on the I'm card. on the UFC side. I don't even see it. Oh, I'm on the ESPN. And we, we did like that. on the, We talked about that on the podcast, too. Are they even fighting? Is that really happening? Yeah. The only fight that I know that's not happening on the card is against... Um, with that Chris Dawkins and Shamil, I can't even pronounce his last name because COVID something. I think Chris Dawkins got COVID, so they moved that fight to a later date. But Mason Askelash should be on the card. Well, I didn't even know who you got on that one. I'm going with Aspen Lad. Probably wanted to go with Macy Chachon because she's a veteran. She's won the Ultimate Fighter at season 28, and she's got pretty much a similar track record. But she's eight and one, and Aspen Lad's nine and one, and Asmolad's got more finishes under her belt in that resume than in Chasson. So something tells me Asmolad's going to come back and take this. And her only loss is to Durandme. Durandme yeah. like, took her out quickly in the first round. And she's uh-huh. been showing more prospects to all these other chicks. So I'm going to give her that. They both beat Eubanks at 35. But oh, I'm going with well, that. I can't. Uh, I always talk shit about your site. I'm going to continue talking shit. It's just like I would have missed that fight. I wouldn't have even known to pick we're, it. We're going to keep using you to expose their site. We're going to keep using yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be the guy that shuts it down. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but that's it. Is there any other fights that I missed? Um, What was that? There was a Adrian Giannis and Randy Costa. I don't remember talking too much about that fight. I'm pretty sure that's on the, um, the prelims, but that was one of their picks fights that they did. I'm pretty sure they went with Randy Costa on that one. I think that's what they did. I can't remember. Yo, the, the, it's not this weekend, Woodley and Paul, right? No. I think there's sometime in, uh, they're in August somewhere. The, this tomorrow is Bernal Garcia with Paige Van Zandt and uh, Rachel Austin. Yeah. Bro, I'm, I'm nervous at Woodley's confidence. <laughs> in the press conferences and stuff, like, he didn't seem... I don't know, maybe, who knows, maybe he's just like, I'm not taking part in any of this shit or anything, but Never know. Homeboy, homeboy seemed way more confident. He was, like, trying to make bets. He's like, I'll bet you money. Let's make a bet. Did you see that? Yeah, I remember. Jake Paul's an entertainer. He's yeah, got but, bro, but he was about to make a bet. That's He was about to make a bet on national TV, and Woodley, and he was right there. He's like, I'll make a bet with you right now. He's like, if you beat me, I'll get your name tattooed on my body. But if I beat you, you get my name tattooed. Bet or not. Bet or not. But seriously, what kind of bet is that? Huh? But seriously, what kind of bet is that? Doesn't even sound cool. It's, it's, sound no, it's, it's just showing confidence, you know. And but Woodley was like, uh, I don't know, there's that. Like, I would have just Woodley should have just said, yeah, thing, let's do it. How much you want to believe he's even gonna do it? Like, no matter who wins, how much you really think they're really gonna do that? I would not do it. I, I like if I'm if, if I'm at a press conference. That's why I'm mad at Woodley. I'm like, Woodley, you should be smarter than this. You should have just, because Woodley's like thinking about it. He's like, what do you guys think? Should I make the best? It's like, bro, you're showing so much no, like lack of confidence. Just say, yeah, yeah, motherfucker, last name too. You know it ain't going to happen. I don't give a fuck. I, you could beat me. I ain't going to, that, that's a bet that I will not, that, that I will not honor. It's a stupid bet. <laughs> there, there's confidence, but then it's just like, man, like for me, when I, I think about that, like my name is on somebody else's back, like. That doesn't sound something to brag about. Like, nah, I can't do that. Especially, yeah, it's, it's, it's not a win for either guy, to be honest. Because if Woodley wins, like, you have to think about this. Like, you, you forcing the man to, like, tap to himself. And, like, it doesn't sound manly. I don't like yeah. that. Nah, it doesn't. Man. But 
but he got what he wanted out of that. He wanted to like show that Woodley is not confident enough just to jump up at, a, at the bed and make it. You know, mm-hmm. you know, it's just we'll see. I'm not, we're not gonna get too much into it. We're always getting to these motherfuckers, but yeah. <laughs> anything else, champ? Anything? No, no, nah, I'm just ready for these fights that already have. I'm, I'm waiting on Sanhagen and Dillshaw already. That's the main fight I'm looking forward to this week. I'm sure, like most people already. Are we for a lounge again? Uh, I think I'm going to be at home. At home? Yeah. Yeah, nice. Oh, yeah, because still, you know, still getting over being uh, not feeling too good in the left shit. But anyways, that's it, man. Dino and the champ, 70-something. I'm glad we got it in. Wait, we in the 70s now? I thought we were in the 100s. <laughs> Fuck yeah, yeah, what am I, what am I talking about? <laughs> what am I talking about? Oh, Why did I say something? Okay, something? We're, we're in the hundreds. Sparring the other day. But yeah, what the hell what the hell am I thinking? Yeah, <laughs> Dean on the champ, a hundred and something. Uh-huh. At least a hundred. <laughs> it'll, it'll be in the headline. We don't we don't have to remember. They'll, they'll see yeah, that. I don't even know why I say it. <laughs> well, that's it, guys. Dean on the champ, whatever it is. Kindness is being at its finest. Treat each other well. Peace, champ. I'll see you around. I'll see yes. you. Uh, probably see you tomorrow night. I think I'm gonna be yeah. done with working time to make it, so I'll probably I'll see you tomorrow night. All right, man. Have a good one. You too, bro. Take care, champ. Yeah.